You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey, what's you... going on, brother? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. All right, man. What's, what's up? up? What's going Nothing on, man? Much. Nothing much, man. I'm excited. All right, everybody, welcome to Wrestling World. I have a very special guest today, Mr. Colton Archie. How you doing, man? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing well, brother. Thanks for being on. Well, no problem. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah. So you've been a wrestling fan a long time, man. I mean, we've been friends from back in middle school through high school. Yeah, we've we've been through it all together, I guess, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me and you, like, we've been kept in, keeping up on wrestling, like, since throughout the whole year. Everybody else would be making fun of us be, for being wrestling fans and everything else. Me and you was just like... Just screw you, bro. Oh man, I know. I've, I've heard it all. Like, like they'd be saying, you know, why are you watching wrestling? This is all fake. You know, don't watch this. Yep, fake. That's all you'd hear. They but, watch movies, though. But, yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. You know, same as watching something like wrestling or like a movie. Man, if you watch a movie, yeah. it's the same thing. So, yeah, same people. That's really big into the Avengers. Like, come on. Yeah, like you know, pro wrestling to me, man. I've always been a fan of pro wrestling. You can't, you can't turn me away from that, you know. Oh, uh, me too. I've, I've always been a fan of wrestling. Like I said, since I can even remember, since I was like three years old, when I lived with my brother, when he lived with us in Slovan, he'd always have it on. I'd always remember seeing The Rock, or I'd see Stone Cold. Sometimes right. he'd watch WCW. I'd watch Goldberg. See Brett Hitman Hart after he jumped ship. So. Hell yeah, man! Diamond Dallas Page, all them guys on there. Yes, sir. WCW, that was that was great, man. I love WCW. I wish I was like, like could be like, like I can like remember all that stuff though from like the Monday Night Wars because <laughs> it was so like it was so long ago. You just right. can't grasp it all. Right. It's all memories though. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But growing up, yeah, my favorites, Jeff Hardy. All time. Oh, I remember you were a big Jeff Hardy fan in middle school. Oh, you know. You had the t-shirts and everything. (laughs) All of them, bro. I remember at one point when I was a kid, like, I had, like, seven Jeff Hardy figures all at once. I took pride in that. Right. I mean, you look at him now on Monday Night Raw, man. He's still doing his thing, you know. Yeah, he's still one of the greatest. Um, The current program with Elias, though, I'm not a big fan of that. I think he should be somewhere, you know, uh, bigger on the card, you know. Yeah, he should be somewhere higher up. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll just see where the storyline goes, I guess, but I'm over it. I've been over it since, like, they started planning it with Sheamus on SmackDown. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really feel that they should be I – mean, I, don't, I don't feel that they should be putting it publicly out there that Jeff Hardy had a drug addiction. Right. I mean, if he's okay with it, that's one thing, but it, it shouldn't be out there for the, for the world to, to listen to, to see, you know. Yeah, I agree. Cause you just see it online. It's like, it's just worse when you see it online. Like as soon as you Google Jeff Hardy, it'll be like the first thing to come up. So if it's in a storyline, I don't see, I don't see like what's the point of that. You know? What I mean? Yeah, man. Um, 
like we all know about Jeff Hardy's past, you know, his his time in TNA. Uh, mm-hmm. He was TNA World Champion around that time. Um, he was actually a heel around that time, too, I think. You see, right around that time, that's when I, like, got out of wrestling a little bit. Like, I start, like, I only watched, like, Raw and SmackDown right around that time. I wasn't, I wasn't huge on TNA. See, I was a big TNA fan back around 2011, back when the Hardy Boys were both on there, back when Jeff Hardy had a still turn. But after that, man, it seems things went downhill for TNA. You know, um, they, they lost all their talent. Yeah, they had, a whole, they had a whole bunch of legends. Right. Um, like I've said before in my previous episodes, you know, I think Dixie Carter really, you know, ran that company into the ground. And then, you know, once it got bad where she couldn't continue, she sold it to, I think she sold it to Anthem Sports at the time. But I'm not completely sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. But, yeah, like I said like, going back, when I see, like, old TNA clips, I can see how, like, much fans, like, really, like, love that shit. Like, it was, like, they had, like, incredible moments. And they had, like, the legends to, like, do that. Like, one of my favorite things was um, the segment with Ric Flair and Jay Lethal when they was yeah. just going back and forth yeah. doing the woo-off. And that, Ric yeah. Flair just started losing <laughs> in the ring, just elbow drops his coat. Right. And, like, <laughs> I love that stuff. Right. And TNA, you know, back then it was so unique with the octagon, uh, the six-sided ring, and uh, they had the X Division matches. Yeah, I love that ring, to be honest, but I heard a lot of wrestlers, they didn't like that. They yeah, I, that I, know, uh, I know AJ Styles, I don't think he was a big fan of it. Yeah, that's that's who I heard it from the most. He was like, no, I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun to watch, man. But so yeah. who's who, what's your who was your um favorites growing up? Ah oh, man, uh John Cena um was was a big favorite of mine. I grew up watching Cena through I say from the time I was a kid from you know till till now, he's always been, you know, somebody I've always looked up to, somebody I've always admired, not for just his in-ring ability, but his charity work as well. Um his outside work, yeah, he's right. such a good person. Yeah, he does a lot of charity work for the Make-A-Wish Foundation um, and a lot of stuff above and beyond. Um, Kurt Angle was always one. You know, he's the hometown hero from Pittsburgh. Yep. So you got to admire him if you're from Pittsburgh, man. Um, who else? Triple H. I thought Triple H is, you know, one of my favorite hills. Chris Jericho, obviously, is another one of my favorites as a hill. Because that guy could work both, you know, hill or baby face, but I prefer him as a hill. Um I love Chris Jericho as a heel. Like, even his AEW stuff, like, nowadays, like, he's just such a loser. You just can't help but to laugh. Right. (laughs) Like, like even even if you don't, like, like what he's doing, you know, you still admire him. Yeah, like, Like, and he reinvents himself so many times. Like, he's he's one of the greatest. Did you you catch that uh, MJF Chris Jericho match? Yeah, I loved it. You liked it? Yeah. I just, I can't wait to see what happens tonight. Yeah, man. Um. It seems they're they're going out of the box, you know, with this storyline with MJF yeah, and Jericho. I didn't expect I didn't expect um, MJF to win at all. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I expected him to win, being that he's the younger talent. Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of the older talent they put him over now. You know. Yeah, like I like I seen like the last one with Orange Cassidy. I seen like how he could put Orange Cassidy over in the Mimosa Mayhem match, yeah. but just like a regular match to see if. 
MJF gets into the inner circle. I wasn't sh- too sure about that one. Yeah, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too. Uh, I was kind of confused about why that match was even booked. You know, the MJF and Chris Jericho match. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought at the time they were both heels, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I was. I was really confused. You know, I, I'm seeing a lot of heels versus heels matches now, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. It really that really doesn't bother me much. It really doesn't matter to me. Like face versus face, heel versus yeah. heel. I mean, face versus face, I get it. I I I, I can tolerate that, but the heel versus mm-hmm. heel, I don't know. I mean, I just... I kind of look at it just like two people wanting to be the most badass and see right. who's like out that comes out on top. That's how I look at it. Though. Yeah, everybody's I, different. I guess I'm old school. I don't know. <laughs> you are old school, like a lot. Yep. Yep. Well, that's just what I grew up watching. You know, you always seen the, uh, you know, the baby faces versus the hills. You know, you always mm-hmm. have somebody to cheer for, somebody to boo, right? Um, and occasionally you'll you know, get the the baby face versus the baby face, but you don't see that too often now. No, not anymore. No. You have a favorite storyline right now? Uh you talking about AEW or WWE? Or uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, my favorite storyline would have to be the Bray Wyatt Alexa Bliss storyline. I kind of like that one too. It grew on me. Yeah, I mean, at first, uh, you know, everybody said Liv Morgan should play the part of Sister Abigail. You know, mm-hmm. Liv Morgan should be the part. But Alexa Bliss, man, I gotta say, she's knowing this. She's oh, knowing she's this. So, she's so good. Like, you, like I just, I don't know, like how to explain it in words. Like how great she is. Like I've always been a fan of hers. Like ever since she started, like in NXT with the glitter and like all that. Right. I was even a fan then. But right. like, and then she like uh, joined uh, BM the BMF, and then she was just like an asshole to everybody. And I was yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Well, see, she had that baby face run for a while, and I didn't like that. I've always preferred her as a heel. Her mic work is better as a heel. I the, think the uh, main roster uh, baby face run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really a fan of that either. Yeah, I mean, her mic work just as a heel was better to me. Yeah, I think so too. And she knows how to just get under people's skin, you know? She's just that type of character. Yeah, because even like if you go there live, you just see how many, like, if you see like the people's like body language, they she just gets people like irked. Right. <laughs> See, they want to fight her. <laughs> like, like, you can't do that. Like, I'm not taking any credit for her as a baby face, but just her as a heel, she's just so much better. Yeah, I think she's better as a heel, too. And but I, I, baby, baby face, I mean, if that's what she wants to do, go for it, sis. And I think going forward, her playing this new uh, possessed character, I think it'll work so much, being that, uh, you know, she she's already pulling this character off, so I think going forward, you know, assuming that she goes into a feud with Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. that she's only gonna evolve from there as a character. Yeah, Nikki Cross, she plays good off of um, Alexa Bliss's character too. I think those two are great together. Right. You know, a lot of people can argue, you know, that, that Nikki Cross, you know, could have been the royal sister Abigail. They they said yeah. Paige, they said Paige as well could could have been under that role, but I got to say, man, I can't see anybody other than Alexa playing this character right yeah, now. Not, not, af- not after like what we're seeing right now. I can't see it either. And, and it, Bray Wyatt, man, he's just amazing on the mic. He's entering just everywhere. Oh, you know how much of a fan I am of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Ever since like I start like, 
we didn't even talk about that, how I even got out of wrestling for the longest time. Like, I didn't get back into it till about maybe WrestleMania 29, 28, maybe. Really? The Rock versus John Cena. Like, I thought yeah. that was, like, I thought it was corny. But, like, I, like, after I watched it, I was like, what did I just watch? That was, like, one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember we talked about it at one point. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, man. I mean, the first match, The Rock won, didn't he? Right. Yeah, and then they yeah, had a rematch won. with Cena. Then, I think Cena went over. Cena over. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, that was a match, man. That was a good match. I like that match. Um, yeah, and that because like The Rock came back. He did that one match with Cena. And then he was just like doing just like one offs, one offs, and then he did that. Um, I think the Survivor Series, and then he was just working. I was just like, go ahead, Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, he man. He looked the same to me. He's he's a good actor. I give him credit for what he does, man. Um, but I love what he's doing. Right, right. For him to keep himself in tremendous shape like he does, even John Cena now at his age, you know, they're still in great shape. Yeah, I can't wait to see John Cena make a comeback too. John Cena's one of my favorites as well. Well, if he does, I think he'll be a heel. I really do. I hope so because I haven't like seen him as heel since back in the day, like right when he used to wear tights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> went from tights to jean shorts. Yeah, <laughs> then he was, and after that, he's word life. Right. That's when I became like the biggest Cena fan. Word life Cena. Right. Well, I think I think that's when everybody did that. Well, you know, back then I had the, I had the John Cena chains and the John Cena spinner belt. You know, yeah, you had the, the you had the big spinner belt. Too. Yeah, the United States spinner belt. I think I think I showed it to you one time. Yeah, I wanted but, uh, that thing so bad. <laughs> I think I still have it. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, back to Cena being a heel, I think, well, going back to Bray Wyatt even further, mm-hmm. they, they say The Fiend, he changes people. Yeah. You've seen Seth Rollins turn heel, Finn Balor, um, several others. I can't name them all. But, yeah, um, Braun Strowman did. Uh, Daniel Bryan, yep. Yep. Um, so I, I think it'll go back to, you know, Cena being a heel. Yeah, because he, he messed his whole world up at uh, the, Fire, the Firefly Funhouse match. Yeah, that was out of the box, man. That was something to watch. <laughs> I enjoyed that too. I, I did too, man. I, I liked it. Yeah, look, there was a lot of mixed emotions online, but I was just like, bro, it's wrestling. When I first saw it, man, I thought, what the hell was this? What are we watching? But then as it as it went on, I got into it a little more. So I was like, man. Yeah, there was a lot of people that had to watch it a couple of times to really grasp it. Yeah. I feel like people like just they watch it the first time and then they just like want to critique it and then they just watch it again and then they're like, Oh yeah, I see that. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. Any anything Bray Wyatt does, I enjoy, whether people like it or not. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, they criticize the Fire Five Funhouse. You know, mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, well, there's puppets in this." WWE's two PG, and I'm like, "No, you got to understand the character. You can't critique it just off that. You got to watch this character, watch it every exactly. Week. You, yeah, you, you would understand it. You know, exactly. Like you just got to understand that character work, right? And I've been a, I've been a fan of Bray Wyatt for a long time too. Yeah, I, I've always been a fan of Wyatt. You know, I, I love him as the cult leader gimmick, the, you know, the eager world's Bray. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what got me into Bray Wyatt. Yeah, is... I, was, I wasn't, like, far back on um, his NXT days, like, when he wrestled. Um, I think the first time I seen him is when he wrestled Kane in the Inferno match at one of the SummerSlams. I uh, think that was, like, yeah, one that of the was, first times I seen yeah, him. Yeah, I think that was SummerSlam. I remember that match. Because I remember yeah. when he first debuted on the main roster, he cut a promo, like, a vignette. 
Mm-hmm. And then they attacked Kane or something, and that led to the SummerSlam Inferno match. Okay, that was probably his debut then. Right. And I remember um, he had a short program with uh, Chris Jericho as well. Yeah. I like, yeah this, I like this program with Daniel Bryan when um, – when Daniel Bryan, he had to put on the jumpsuit, and then yeah, and then like the next week they had that uh, cage match with the Usos, right? That was a good I, I match. That... And then, and then um, at the end, I I just remember the visual after he um, gave uh, the yes kicks to Bray Wyatt. The fans was just going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think that was one of uh, Daniel Bryan's first actual heel turns at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Other than yeah. like, other than like um, his no from forever ago, right? And I think he was act the you know one of the original people to actually join the Wyatt family at the time before you know Randy Orton. Yeah, I li- I like I really did like that little program they had. Yeah, man. I mean, and then they went back to it like later on with the Fiend and Brian. Like I like how they're revisiting you know the old programs from years ago and bringing them to life. You know, it's. I'm, en- cool. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying um I'm enjoying like whole the whole um fiend character like the whole like everybody uh got mad when he dropped the title to Goldberg. Oh I was I was pissed. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't like I wasn't like pissed off about it because I knew what like what what was gonna happen. Right. But but like everybody was just like, nope, it's a it's a rap for him. He's buried. I was like, no, nah, just let it slide, just let it slide, he'll get there. This is Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I mean I expected Bray to go over. Like I think a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. But um I was like, man, you know, how's Bray gonna come back from this? He you know, he lost all momentum, but then Rewind, you know, later, and he's you know beating Braun Strowman for the Universal Title. So, I mean, only to lose it like what thirty seconds later, a yeah. week later, you know. But <laughs> yeah, that's 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 one thing I do not like though is um just transitional champions just for yeah. them to like get it back. Like, <laughs> and, well, like, I mean, what was the point? Right. Well, I mean, at least you know the Fiend didn't take a clean loss on yeah. that match. You know, it was a triple threat match. I think Strowman got pinned. So at least they can, you know, say, "Hey, the fiend never got pinned. He could still, he won't lose momentum, you know." Right. But um, yeah, like like you said, I love this fiend character. You know, there's so much they can do with this going forward, especially on a brand like Monday Night Raw, where he can work with guys like Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. You know, you can even yeah, work that's with a three hour show. They can just put him on everything. Right. I mean, and I and I think Raw. Is struggling with ratings right now. Um, some some can argue that, but Raw is a three hour show. You see, yeah, they of, usually fall off at what I hear is they usually fall off like the third hour, right? You, well, you see more segments and promos than you do actual matches anymore. I think. Yeah, yeah, they say the they save the matches and like the work rate for pay per views, and I think that's why they brought Raw Underground in at ten o'clock to you know, kind of bring that up a little bit to get people watching, but. You see how you see what happened with that, you know? Yeah. So did they, did they get did they chop that like 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 forever or? It, um, I was wondering that too. I, I what I think they'll do is they could bring it back when fans get into the arena. Uh huh. I don't see that happening. Being what's the point? You know, there's fans in the arena. Um, but so we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, because I think it, I think they stopped for a little bit because there was like a COVID outbreak in the building that they yeah, were doing it at. That's and what then, I read too. And then, 
they was like, all right, we're not going to do it next week. And they just stopped doing it ever since then. It was a good concept, but I mean, if they're going to do it, you know, make it look legit, I think. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't as legit as I thought it would be the first night. Right. I was so excited for it, but <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. And then a lot of the guys in Raw Underground, you're, you don't even see them on TV like that. They had that Dabakato, who I think was an NXT at the time, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was an NXT guy. And now it's like all those guys they had in, you know, Raw Underground, you think they'd be putting them in the main roster or at least in that retribution stable or something. Yeah, that one that one guy, he was on um he was on Raw Underground too. He uh he dresses up like as like a capoeira fighter. It's, I think his name's Arturo or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He was I think he was like the last person drafted. Yeah, man. When I when I first saw it, I thought, what the hell is this? But then you know, I thought to myself, if they're going to do it, they could at least hire some MMA fighters to, you know, kind of put moves on these guys or that that was a way they could bring Brock Lesnar back or something. Yeah, even that or they can have just like Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. They can just beat girls up on her because they're legit fighters. Yeah, or even Ronda Shana, Rousey for that Yeah, matter. Shayna Baszler, yeah. all of them. Bring all the MMA four horsewomen on. Yeah, it, it, it had potential. You know, I, I hope they bring it back in the future. And you know, kind of make adjustments. Yeah, I think they had a lot of potential with that. Dolph Ziggler with his amateur wrestling career, he looked great on there. Yeah, he looked good, and that's something you never get to see from Dolph Ziggler. Mm, he was shooting; he was just hitting right. that hitting that single leg real quick. <laughs> right, I was like, man. Go ahead. but he, yeah, he's he's with the shits. He's like, he went to like states. I mean, not states. He's like one. He's like one of the best. Uh, college wrestlers in uh ohio right he's he's talented man you know he's always been one of my favorites i think yeah i like Dolph Ziggler too he don't get enough credit people say nah. he's people say he's underrated but i think his value is just appreciate appreciated with like enough hardcore fans like he just don't even it don't even matter to him well i, I think at this point they don't know what to do with Dolph Ziggler he is talented but i think mm-hmm. they have so many guys in the roster right now that they're just like okay well we don't know what to do with you, so we'll throw you in a tag team or something. You know, we don't know what to do with Bobby Roode, so we'll throw him in a tag team. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand until, like, I read into the um, him and Bobby Roode thing, like how Bobby Roode just wasn't there anymore, and then he came back. But, I, but like, I read about it was because of COVID. He couldn't get in from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Well, I mean, I mean they, they, they brought him back and everything, but, like, to put him in a singles – well, not a singles match, but a, a tag team match. Right. A, a tag team division with Dolph Ziggler. You know, we've seen this before. Yeah, if I'm not enjoying that. I didn't even enjoy it, like, back in the day. I'm really – I'm like – I'm really not even that big of a Bobby Roode fan, to be honest. Like, I love – like, I know he can wrestle good and he's, like, a good character. But, like, I don't know. I just – I just feel like he rubs me the wrong way. Well, see, well, see I, I enjoyed him in TNA. I thought uh... – James yeah, I loved him. In, yeah, I loved him in TNA, but like I don't know WWE, like the whole glorious thing. Like I yeah. just, I don't know. I never cared for it either. It, it I, didn't really I make think sense. It's just because like I'm, I'm so caught up on his TNA stuff. Yeah, when you look at him in TNA and then you compare him to WWE, it's not the same. Um, mm-hmm. Same with James Storm when he came in for that little NXT right. run. I he was had, like, yeah, he had that little uh, NXT run. I think yeah. he had one match. Yeah, I see. He had he had a couple, but like, oh really? He, yeah, he one of his things. He was sorry about your damn luck, and then yeah. he just knocked, <laughs> then he just rocked somebody. Yeah, I mean, if they would have, 
you know, kept Storm, they could have paired him with Bobby Roode and mm-hmm. had a tag team there, but um, they dropped the ball with that one. So I think uh, James Storm's actually went back to TNA. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I heard he, I heard he was supposed to be coming back to WWE before all this COVID stuff happened. Yeah, that's what I read. That uh, he, they had planned for him to, you know, t- to join the main roster, but then COVID hit and they kind of nixed those plans. But I think that's what the ratings are about too, like nowadays. Because, because um, even me, I can't really get into like a wrestling a wrestling match if there ain't no like good crowd reaction. I've gotten used to it over the months, but like like um say for example, Kenny Omega uh and um Hangman Page versus the right. Young Bucks at uh at uh Revolution, I think it was. I think that's what the AEW pay per view was called. But I like that one over F T R versus the Young Bucks because um just crowd reaction. Right. But the matches were great. Yeah, AEW, man. Um, you know, uh, I wasn't a big fan of the recent stuff they've been doing on their program, but Full Gear, man, they really pulled it off, I think. Yeah, I like I like the show Full Gear. I, I, think, I think my favorite match of the night had to be I – think, I think it would be the tag team match, tag team championship match. What did you think of uh, Moxie and Kingston? Oh, dude, they brought it. They brought I, it. Yeah, but like every every pay per view, uh, the AEW does like at the end of it, Moxley's just like a bloody mess. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man. man. Um, well, the first thing I noticed about that match was Eddie Kingston's ring gear. You, you take a look at that. It's yeah. like real bright green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Eddie Kingston. Like, do you watch? Um, do you like uh, being the elite? Like on YouTube? Uh, I don't think I've seen it. He's always on there, like cutting a promo. He like the other week he cut a he cut a uh, promo on like watermelon Swedish, not Swedish fish sour patch kid. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen his. I've seen his work in TNA. I know he can cut a promo, you know. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that match is bloody. That, that was brutal. The the barbed wire over the knuckle, mm-hmm. beating him in the head. Thought there should have been blood around that spot, but I mean, I don't know, just me. Somebody gets hit in the face of barbed wire, you'd think there'd be a little bit of blood, but you think somebody got gashed open. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then to see there was no blood at all, I'm thinking, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no blood at all. Right. <laughs> yeah, but like when when like Moxley goes in there and it's the main event. I'm like, yeah, he's getting busted open this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remember that match he had with Omega too. Yeah. That was he, that was rough, man. That was I just... that lights out match, man. When he when he like suplexed him onto that, I don't know if it was like a like a bed that was like instead of like a mattress, it was just like all barbed wire. If it was a trampoline. <laughs> Like, and he suplexed him on there. I'm just, like, my back was just, like, so, like, shredded for them. Yeah, I mean. See, I'm not a big fan of those matches. I did enjoy the lights out. Well, not the lights out, but the Eddie Kingston and Moxley match. But you you think when these guys, you know, do those kind of matches, how much it takes off their life, in, you know, in yeah. general. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot of people that just like to do death matches. Not not just because of like the payday, because you do get a paid you do get right. paid a lot for death right. matches, but people do it just because just the adrenaline rush. Like there's a lot of like 
there's a lot of emotion that goes into death matches. Like instead of like, I don't know, just like being emo towards yourself, put it all, put it all out in a match. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at those them ECW days. Them guys putting each other through flaming tables, thumbtacks, and the bar bar matches. Stories about it now, like New Jack. He was freaking doing drugs before he uh, jumped off a balcony. It's like, oh, I see why you did it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, New Jack, yeah, he's wild, man. Did you um, watch his uh, The Dark Side of the Ring? Oh, yeah. The, you know, it was on the other night. I didn't get to watch it. I watched The Brawl for All uh, the other night, actually. Yeah, but dude, I, that one was crazy. But I, I didn't get to watch the New Jack one yet. He like you know like it's so bad. He reminds me of like my uncle, like something like my <laughs> uncle would do, like and the shit that my uncle would say. Like, right, right. Like New Jack, just calm it down, buddy. But like <laughs> if you would tell him to calm down, he'd probably try to fight you. I'm like, well, I'm not trying to fight you, Uncle. I've seen New Jack shoot in reviews too, man. Um, he's a wild man. He's wild, man. He is. But, yeah, yeah. He, he was. He was. He's really good friends with Jim Cornette. Well, if you, if you know me well enough, I'm a big Jim Cornette fan. So, <laughs> yeah, he, they, he, Smoky Mountain, those, those was the guys, the gangsters. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Well, Jim Cornette actually gave them that nickname. Yep, the gangsters. Yep. Well, he, that's what New Jay, New Jack said. He said, he said gangsters. I said gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> I love New Jack. I want. I like. Like what I was saying when I got back into wrestling, because I wasn't I wasn't like a normal wrestling fan like back in the day when I watched it like in like 2005 when everybody would like get on the internet and like talk about it. I wasn't like right. on the internet back then. Well, yeah, I well, back, well, well, you know, even back then, it wasn't even around back then. No, like like we 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 like use computers and be in computer class. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> we we Mr. wasn't Murray's or yeah, something. <laughs> Mr. Murray's or like in what's his face his class. So uh, when we Taylor. yeah, when we, like Taylor. <laughs> 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 I forgot about Mr. Taylor, but yeah, I don't think everybody has this point, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I. Like I just started like getting into like internet stuff when uh like I got back on to wrestling. So that's when I started like watching shoot interviews on YouTube, like getting in. That's when I started watching the independent wrestling too. Because back then I didn't know what independent wrestling was. I didn't know about right. Ring of Honor or anything like that. So, well, see, I, I I was never yeah I was never into the big independent stuff. I've heard about Ring of Honor around 2007, but I never got to watch it until mm-hmm. a few years ago. But I love Ring of Honor, man. Yeah, Ring of Honor, sweet. I haven't watched it recently, but like, I from from like, I haven't watched it like since the Young Bucks, like, like since they split. Like, I haven't been on to it. Well, yeah, I, I never catch it on. It's I think it's on every Sunday. I'm not. Yeah, sure. I never really see it on TV either. But uh, you would think, you know, that it'd be on more than once a week or something, or even more than just an hour because it's so good. Right. But for what they put on for just an hour is just better than half of what you see, maybe Impact or even WWE for the first hour. Yeah. Impact, Impact. It's in it's been great lately. I've been in I've been into that. And the reason why I've got into Impact is when um you know the, the women the woman wrestler, uh Kylie Ray. Right. She when she when she went there, I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna start watching I'm gonna start watching TNA again because I'm a huge fan of Kylie Ray. But, they, are... but but now she now she's like retiring really 
Yeah. Are they are they still called the knockouts? Yeah. Yeah. Back when I used to watch, they were called the knockout division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, and I I love their division. Yeah, because they had Gail Kim back then. They had Awesome Kong, ODB. Um, I love ODB. Oh man, <laughs> she come out hitting herself. With yeah, a just yeah, just start <laughs> punching her breast. Like what's that? <laughs> like chill. Yeah, man. With her, her, with her flask. <laughs> I was petrified of Awesome Kong myself, but. <laughs> awesome, awesome Kong. I was a big fan of hers too. Uh, the beautiful people. I like yeah, them. Velvet Sky and Angelina Love. Yep. Yeah, I like them too. But they they was mean. Yeah, I think Angelina Love is still in Tiana, ain't she? I haven't. I'm I haven't sure. been. Pay, I haven't been paying that like much attention to see if she's on her. I know Madison Rain is. She's yeah, Madison the, Rain's uh, been around she, for a long yeah, time. She, yeah, she's on the um, commentary side. With Josh Matthews, Josh Matthews, bro. Me, and, me and Shannon talk about it. My little brother Shannon. Me and him right. talk about him all the time. Like he's so corny. Like even on and off commentary. Like I can't stand him. Well, I never could stand him on commentary. He just, <laughs> I don't know, man. He is corny. I, I do agree. Even in WWE when he was yeah, the he interviewer, was, yeah, he, I couldn't a, stand him. He's a cornball. He, he just had no personality. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think so. Like, like he, like he just. I don't know. He seems like a not like a. Not like a nerd, like oh no, he's yeah, a I'm, nerd, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a nerd. He's a geek. <laughs> he's married That's, to Madison Rain, though. Yeah, yeah, he's married. Yeah, he's, he's married to her. And their chemistry on TV, it's, it's funny. Like when she's just like, he's like, "Well, uh, me and you could do this," and she's like, "No, nah, never in a million years." She's probably telling him what to say, like, "Hey, baby, say this instead of just tell, just tell me, uh, you're gonna take me out and I'm gonna reject you." <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean. Josh Matthews, he ain't no Jim Ross, but <laughs> no, not at all. No Joey Styles, no Taz, none of that. Nah, Jim Ross, man, he's he's awesome. You can't replace that guy. There's a lot of fans that hate on him because he like he's old, like <laughs> he forgets names. He's like, he's like, he's like well, uh, Hikaru Shida. He's like, uh, I mean Shida. And then they'll like, don't blow him <laughs> up on Twitter, man. You need to go. Like, <laughs> you're I mean, too that, old for that. Well, he's been around forever, man. You give him credit where it's due. He's he's still. I will never disrespect Jim Ross. Right. Yeah, I mean Jim Ross is he's just a legend, man. Whether he's good or not, he he's still doing it. He's still on commentary. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to, you know. Yeah, he don't. He don't have to be there. Right. And it, just like just hearing him every week, though. It brings back that nostalgia feeling. Yeah, because you know we heard him in WWE all the time. You know him mm-hmm. and Jerry Waller. My God, a, right. that's a soundbite all over the world. <laughs> it's gonna be a slubber knocker. You know? <laughs> yeah, everybody knows that. <clears throat> right. It's just to hear his voice on commentary again. You know, it was it's, such it's a amazing. refresher. Right. Right. So how did when AEW uh, like first started opening back up? How did you feel? Well, like a new alternative. Uh, you mean back up, back up with the fans? Yeah, back when like we had they had fans and stuff. But back when um, AEW like was first started, like when they first started announcing they was going to become on TV on shit and shit. I was excited for it because I thought when I first started watching it, man, I thought, okay, this is like the Attitude Era. Mm-hmm. It reminded me so much of WWE's old days. You know what what WWE doesn't do anymore. Right. You know, the, the steel chair shots, the thumbtacks, the blood, you know. How often do you see blood in WWE anymore? Yeah, really ever, right? you have to be busted open the hard way nowadays. Yeah, you got to actually be, be busted open or something, you know. Maybe they <laughs> or, get, 
any other Brock Lesnar match. You have right. to wrestle Brock Lesnar to believe. Or get Nia Jackson there. She'll yeah, yeah, else. she'll <laughs> she might break your neck. Right. Um but yeah, man. Um AEW. It, it's something new. Mm-hmm. Um I think in a way is better than WWE. I think there's there's ways that WWE is better than than uh, AEW. But uh it's okay. I don't I don't think it's great, but it's it's better than what we see, you know, in pro wrestling in general. Right. I like I like the um aspect that they're just not afraid to do like what they do. Right. Like, they they don't care, you know. Yeah. They they just want to do it. Yeah, because like when when I watch when I watch wrestling, like I re- I don't care if it's silly, I don't care if it's like serious, if it's like in the middle, I, that really doesn't bother me either. One thing I don't want though is just like something just like I don't like I don't want any interest in. Right. So like when AEW first like came back, like I was int- I was interested. So when I like, started watching every Wednesday. Then, then you started having to compare the um, NXT right. to the AEW. Now, in my opinion, I like I liked NXT a lot more when it was just on on the WWE network. Really? Yeah. When it, it's on, like on USA, it still has it. It still has its like good days. Sometimes I still rate that shit over um, uh, AEW, like um, Halloween Havoc. Yeah, that was that was one of the best shows. And I think that was NXT's best shows all year. I was such a I was such a fan of that night. Yeah, the uh, Dexter Loomis match. The uh, who did he go against? Trevor. Uh, what's his name Grimes. Tre- Tre- yeah, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Okay, Formerly yeah. Known as Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. That's yeah. I got that mixed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I love Dexter Loomis too. Dexter Loomis. Yeah, man. Can you imagine him and Bray Wyatt together? That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. When he um, not to get. Not to jump off the rails, but Dexter Loomis when he was in, uh, when he did the, what was the tournament in NXT that he did, the Breakout Star, yeah, whatever the, the, it was called. Yeah, he was he was in, uh, he was one of Samuel Shaw, I think, at the time. Man, when he came out like the first two times, I didn't like. It was one of the craziest things I ever seen. I was so like, I was so <laughs> lost in it. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, he has that whole character to where, um, he can pull it off. Mm-hmm. The creeper, I would call yeah. him. Yeah, he's a creep. Right. And like, he did he did this character in TNA too, where he he went under the name Samuel Shaw, and he had the same characters he did in WWE. In a oh, really? Jacket. I didn't know that. Yeah, he he went under his real name Samuel Shaw, and uh, this character was actually inspired by the TV series uh, named Dexter. I don't know if you ever seen it. Yeah, I seen that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he did that in TNA. I'm gonna have to watch that. Back. Yeah, that character was originally inspired by the TV series Dexter. Because he did an interview, he did an interview where uh, he was talking about it. He said he loved that series, and he, that's why he went to lab like use it in TNA. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, he did he did this stuff in TNA, man. And I, I think honestly, I think TNA pulled it off better. I was, yeah, I was gonna ask you, what do you like? But which one do you like better? Like NXT, man, they're pulling it off. I like the whole character, but mm-hmm. the matches that uh, Samuel Shaw had, like I remember they had, well, Dexter Lumis. I'm sorry, but I mm-hmm. remember they had a. Uh, a straight jacket match with Ken Anderson, you know, formerly known as Mr. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. But they had that match was really good, man. Um, and they, they used to do these vignettes. They used to show uh, Dexter Loomis in a uh, mental hospital with a straight jacket on. 
I, I can't say that's one thing with TNA. TNA has beautiful vignettes and like they're like promo packages. They're awesome. Yeah. Backstage segments, like all that. Sometimes they fuck up, but most of the like right. majority of the time though, I love it. Well, speaking of TNA, man, not to change the subject, but what do you think of uh, Ken Shamrock and TNA? Ken Shamrock, man, I when did, <laughs> I think when what was their last pay per view? When he got inducted uh, to the know. Hall of Fame. Uh, the whole by the rock i was really? i was mark yeah i like the rock was on tna uh television i was like man this is one of the craziest things i've seen like i i didn't even know that dude i'm i love i love ken shamrock but yeah they like like even like from like going back from uh like watching stuff from back in the day like when they did that uh one pit match i forget what it's called i love that like even, you know, um, he had his run on WWF, which is great. Yeah, he went on to the UFC, you know. Um, and I like how TNA uses that whole MMA gimmick with uh, Ken Shamrock. I feel like all wrestlers that have that should use that. Right. Like imagine, like imagine, like how better off they would be because, like, look, look at how how we all look at Brock Lesnar. We can all look at Bobby Lashley the same way. Right. Bro- Bobby Lashley has a better record than. Than uh, Brock Lesnar does, but WWE yeah, I mean, just don't talk about it. Yeah, I mean WWE, they should use it, and I was about to say that too. You know, you think they do it lastly because he he he's been in Bellator for you know how long? Yeah, and he's they call him the Dominator for a reason, man. If you look at him in Bellator, you, you know why. But I don't understand why they don't use that. Yeah, it I kinda, don't know, man. It, it kind of pisses me off, but it's okay. Right. <laughs> um. Bobby Lashley is a character, man. He's dominant, but you, if you add that MMA aspect into the whole dominator character, I think that he'd be great. He'd be even more unstoppable than what they're making him now. Yeah, I think so too. Because because if you if you think about it, like even like as his amateur wrestling days, without even MMA, like he right. was, he he is like he might be on Brock's level. Plus, yeah, I'd, I'd he, like plus see... he's a he's a veteran, right? A U.S. veteran. Also, happy Veterans Day to the veterans. Shout out God to all bless. the vets. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, Bobby Lashley's record is 15-2. and two. In MMA? Yes. Yeah, because I remember he wrestled uh, or fought uh, Bob Sapp at one time. Mm-hmm, yeah. James, James Thompson. Um, a few other ones I can't name off the top, but uh, – He's had a good run in Bellator. I don't know if he's still signed to Bellator or not because they don't mention it too often no more. I think he, I think he's still under fight contract, but you never know with WWE because yeah, they, they let don't let Brock Lesnar go because he's such a huge draw for UFC. <clears throat> Excuse me, right? But um, they because WWE and UFC they can make money together. They can make that work. But oh, of course, but you never know with Bellator and WWE. I don't know if. They know each other all that good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're buddies. Well, because you see with AEW and uh, Bellator, you know, yeah, they, they acknowledge the fact that, yeah. like, Jake Hager is in, you know, MMA and, and you know, AEW. Like, to where you see WWE, they don't mention other promotions. They never really did. No, not at all. Like, not even – not wrestling, not UFC. They Like, they barely mention NFL or NBA. But they like, only they only mentioned that because they really can't hide it. Like like not till recently, I remember Kurt Angle mentioned TNA on WWE programming. Yeah, at one point. What 
who do you, uh, who do you say that to? Uh, oh, Sami Zayn, I think. I think he said it to Sami Zayn I, or Kevin Owens. I think with both of them, actually. He said, I, I heard TNA's hiring. <laughs> yeah. And w- when I heard that, man, I thought, oh, my God, I had to rewind it and like, hear it again because I, I thought I heard what they said, but I was like, man, I can't believe they said that. People call us nerds for doing stuff like that. Like, if we hear, like, AEW or TNA on, like, WWE programming, <laughs> we go yeah. up and go back. I'm like, did we hear that right? Yeah, because they, they, they never mention it. No. I mean, and it's like just one of them things you have to be like a like a super wrestling fan to like get. And you hear, you know, you used to hear all the time, you know, TNA used to drop WWE every chance they got. And, you know, AEW, I see, is doing the same thing yeah, every AEW, chance they get. Yeah, AEW, they'll, they'll mention WWE, TNA, they'll mention, like, I think all of them do. But I think, like, I think what's funny, though, AEW calls, um like, WWE people by, like, either their former independent names or their shoot <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and then, like, you look at Chris Jericho, man. He, he's taking shots at WWE. You know, Left and right. Um, right. And, you know, he's worked for WWE for many, many years. Um, It's just funny to see him take shots. I want, like, I was, like, I hope not. But, like, I wonder if, like, if AEW would, like, go under what their, what that relationship would be like with Vince again. Oh, man. Well... I mean, it's just business. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, all them shots. Right. That's what I mean. And I, and I thought that too. Like, I wondered that. I think like Vince, Vince would accept Jericho being as Chris Jericho. Yeah, it's Chris know, Jericho. Made more yeah. money. Why wouldn't he? But I don't know, man. Um, I know that WWE is now banning people from uh, having, like, you know how they don't, they're doing that Thunderdome now, right? Yeah. Like on the monitors, the screens, you know, the fans and that. Oh, like, are you talking the, about the um the image ban? Yeah, the that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I know ban. what you're talking about, dude. That's crazy. They um, like the, I seen the AEW logo, TNA Impact logo. Um, uh, they even had Chris Benoit at some Chris, point. Chris Benoit. That's not funny, but I don't know why I was laughing. But Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Um, what's um, they had? They had Jim Cornette on there one time. Uh, what's that? The wrestler that passed away this year? That, that uh, Ashley uh, Ashley Macero. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. She. I don't know why. They, I don't know why they would put her on there because, I mean, that's kind of a little messed up. Well, yeah. I mean, they put Chris Bemmel on there too, but <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, they they had Benmo on there. They had uh, a lot of I guys. Didn't see that. that. Yeah, they you had Benmo on there for... You mean, like, on the screen, or you... On, yeah, oh, on the screen. Uh, I they didn't had, see that. that. Yeah, because somebody screenshotted it, and they put it on there. Like, somebody leaked it, and they, they put it on, like, the WWE News thing. Yeah, I've, um, seen, I've seen a whole bunch of stuff, like, a whole bunch of screenshots. There was people that had, uh, had, uh, the Clues Cluck Clan flags, like, behind them. <laughs> yeah. They had, they had, I think I did see somebody had Crispin Wall or something like that. Yeah, now I'm that surprised. I think about it. Yeah, like I'm surprised they get away with that. That's the, like you, you would WWE being WWE, you would think they they banned the whole Thunderdome. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> go back I, to I, I, me personally. If I was on there, I'm acting a fool. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get right. as soon as Jeff Hardy comes out. I'm doing his dance, but ten times harder. Oh, I know. I know you would. <laughs> My glasses would fall off and everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bro, I've known you through high school. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> Dude, I was 
I would try to take that show over. That's what. That's why. That's why they shouldn't have things like that for people like yeah. me. But well, I, I mean, signed up for it. So it, it's a good concept to have just for the fans. Yeah. But when you have that fan that does certain things like that, you know, with the whole Ben Ball situation, it ruins. It yeah, the when they, yeah, when they suck, like they suck the fun away from every everybody else when they do stupid shit like that. Yeah, I and it's, and it's, yeah, I understand why WWE would want to ban all that stuff. And it, it's gonna probably gonna come down to a point to where they ban everything. You know, if nothing opens up, if nothing opens up sooner. Uh huh. Do so you it, think they're gonna shut like the whole Thunderdome thing down? Or yeah, I think they will. I think they'll go back to having no fans at all, like they they were before. Yeah. Maybe having a few fans. Yeah, because AEW but... with their place at the uh, the Daily's place, it's like. It's like outdoors, but it's like under a pavilion, kind of like how um, First Niagara is here. Yeah. So they have like the little, uh, the little thing where where the chairs and stuff would be, and then there would be fans and stuff in the stands. And I think they're like how they're allowed to have like five thousand, not five thousand, five hundred people. But you never know with Florida, dude, because Florida, like, they're like, yeah, you can. The Miami Dolphins, they can go to full capacity if they wanted to. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, it makes no sense, man. COVID, I think, it's just ruined everything for everybody. It did. It, it, it tore up this whole year. But I mean, it really, it really doesn't. It really didn't bother me as much because I'm, I'm still like gonna do what I, I have to do. But right, man. But I don't know. It's, just, it's just, it sucks to see what it did to everybody else. Yeah, not just wrestling fans, but people in general. Yeah. 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 Just like the whole, the whole world. Like lose people losing their jobs, people losing their sanity over like yeah, just man. 2020 in general. It sucks, but I'm ha- I'm ha- I'm not having a bad year. Yeah, I can't say I am either, man. Um, everything going on in the world today, yeah, it's crazy. You know, the election, COVID, every everything, but um, it's, that's life, you know. Yeah, you just get over it, and you just you got to keep on moving. Yeah, I mean, we don't always get our way. We don't always get what we want, but we got to keep moving forward. And I think, friends, I think that's what that's what hurt the most in uh, 2020 was pro wrestling losing the fans. Right, that's what took the biggest thing. I mean, at least we get to watch it on TV. That's one thing. Yeah, I think I think it takes a lot out of the storylines as well. Not just talking about WWE or AEW, but when you don't get when you don't have fans in the building to hear their crowd reactions to watch it on TV. If you're, if, if you're, if you're somebody watching it on TV, you're thinking, well, this is boring without the fans, you know? Right. Especially <laughs> somebody coming in. That's new, like a new like, wrestling fan. Like, yeah. where's the fans at? Like, I don't know if you've seen the whole Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio storyline. I love that feud. Yeah. Uh, that, that's fun. But the whole buddy Murphy, his daughter thing, it's like watching Jerry Springer. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not, <laughs> I was telling I was telling Shannon about that. I was like, yeah, that's kind of creepy, though. Yeah, I mean, she's like what nineteen? Yeah, she's nineteen, and Buddy Murphy. I think he might be in his thirties. I could be wrong. I, I think he might be engaged, by the way, too. But <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> that's I weird know. too. That WWE always like do that, like to married men. Like, oh, you gonna kiss this girl? Like, man, I got a wife at home. If you're gonna do that, bring the attitude era back. Yeah, I mean, actors and actors and actresses do that, but I don't know. Yeah. This is pro wrestling, though. But Vince, Mc, Vince McMahon, he's just like, man, I just want to see anybody suck on some face. He must be a perverted old man. <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, when he uh, he's probably he was probably happy as hell when he seen uh, Murphy kiss Aaliyah. Well, he did some wild shit back when he was, you know. Yeah, back in, like, man, man. Back, back in back in the day when he would um make Trish Stratus crawl on all fours and bark like a dog. Well, back when they had the whole Trish Stratus Rikishi segment with the whole kiss my ass thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Rikishi comes out. <laughs> Dude, Vince was crazy. Remember the um the WrestleMania he had with a son, but it was over uh, Linda McMahon being in the wheelchair. And then, like, I think it was, like, at, like, one of the end, it was, like, the ending of the match, like, where she came out the wheelchair and then, like, low-blowed Vince McMahon. You know what? (laughs) I just seen that not not long ago. I remember that. I forget which WrestleMania it was. Yeah, I remember watching uh, Vince and Stephanie wrestle. Um, They were going at it one time. You know, you had the Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon stuff. If I could, if I could, like, have, like, my... Like, if I could say, like, a top three, like, off my head right now from, like, my childhood, it would have to, like, like my top three would be Jeff Hardy, my number one, John Cena, then Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon was, like, one of my favorites back in the day, honestly. Yeah, he, he could put on a show, man. Whether you like him or not, he or babyface, he could put a show on. Yeah, but what people, the people didn't like when he came, well, they liked when he came back, they just didn't like, um, the SmackDown thing, like with him and KO, when he put himself in everything, that well, really, yeah, that really didn't that, bother me. But I, I could well, see what people was talking about. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it because I thought, you know, that there's a lot of I like Shane McMahon as a wrestler, as a person, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I could see where people are coming from because there's a lot of new faces. Yeah, new that's what that's what that's what I mean. Wrestling. Yeah. I can see where they're coming from because like there's there's a lot of new fresh faces that need to be seen and he didn't need that spot. Right. He was already over just being there. Just <laughs> he's being over because he's a McMahon. Right. And Stephanie, you know, Stephanie's the same with her, you know, she could be gone for years and come back and just be over because she's a McMahon. Right. Well Stephanie, I don't think she she's probably never gonna leave again because as long as Triple H is tied into NXT and WWE and stuff like that, I don't think she's ever going anywhere as long as well, her husband's think, in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I think, you know, Triple H, he could take over, you know, five, six years down the road. If you think about it, I think Triple H will be, you know, head of creative or whatever. Right, I think about that sometimes, like, if something ever does happen to Vince, like if Triple H, if Triple H takes over, like I wonder what it's gonna. I want. I wonder if it's gonna be like the same because you know they're gonna have like the same like writing teams and stuff like that. Right. I don't, well, I don't think like he's not gonna be an asshole and just like oh he's gone so I'm just gonna clean out this whole damn company and start new. Well, I think he's the head of creative in NXT, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah, so I think if he would use that in the main roster, I think it'd be 10 times better. The problem that I see with them hiring writers and having the, the writers that they do is that they don't hire writers that are actual wrestling fans. Right. They're, they're, they're movie stars. You know, if they're going to hire writers, okay, yeah, hire writers that are actual writers, but hire writers that actually write the pro- that watch the yeah. product, you know? Like, hire, hire somebody that's been, like, a fan since, like, Hulk Hogan's been on top, like. Like it doesn't have to be a writer; it could just be some a fan that's been yeah. watching for twenty years. You know, that's what I mean. No, like, nobody, nobody that had that like that was had to go to college for <laughs> write scripts. Right. 
<laughs> right, man. Because um, I know I know anybody that like that's a wrestling fan that can come up with a good storyline for like a six week program. Right. I mean, me and you, we've been watching wrestling our whole lives. We can come up with better shit than yeah, that. Hell yeah, you know? dude. I've, I mean, I've been writing, I've been doing storylines on my action figures since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you got the whole WWE video games. And yeah, stuff, man, you can do storylines on that. Yeah, it'd be better than half to what you see on TV. But uh, that, I think that's the problem. They don't hire, you know, actual fans that watch the product. Yeah, well, and, that is that that's the biggest beef with um the main roster shows is their stories. But I don't have I don't have um a problem with their match qualities though because some of the matches they that they put on are great. Right, there's it's, it's their storylines. Yeah, storylines are just, just weak. And it, it's hard for me as a wrestling fan to get into into the match know, WWE when the storyline is so I understand bad. that cuz that I, that's how, yeah. that's how I am too sometimes like like what what the, what can I use well the uh the Andrade like the whole lead up to the WrestleMania when Austin when Austin Theory when he just like yeah. all of a sudden became a thing I was just like yeah I really ain't worried about this match well yeah and they they brought him into the main roster then he, they just all of a sudden threw him back in the next yeah they're like they're like here you and go like, and then they left like they just left him again yeah, and I'm like, what was the point of that? And then uh, the whole Ucker, the, the whole Tucker and Otis thing too. Tucker turned on Otis, and there, there's like no mention of it at all. Yeah, like, and like I don't understand how that even play, that that like how that even should have played out because they're on two well, different brands. He switched on right. him, and now what are you going to do? And what what I thought they would have done was put Tucker on the same brand as Otis and have them two feud or something. Mm. But they didn't do it. There was no mention of it. And I'm like, okay, what now? Yeah, I, I honestly don't know like what what they're going to do with uh, Tucker or Otis. Because Tucker, I think that next week, he had on long tights. He lost the ricochet in like two, two <laughs> minutes. Mean, I saw it, yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't th- I don't see them doing much with Tucker. I don't, I really I don't, don't. see it either. I kind of I feel bad about it, too. I wish they would have kept them as heavy machinery. I, I enjoyed that tag team. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed that tag team, but I thought like the whole heavy machinery, like I thought that name was kind of weak. Yeah, but um, but I I didn't like I didn't like the whole like since the theme song cover <laughs> like bing, bing, bing. <laughs> bulldozer <laughs> pulling up like come on move back <laughs> notice. <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about uh wrestling themes. Like what what are you into? Oh man. Um I like Bray Wyatt's theme. The new the new one. Do you like it? Do yeah. you like the new one better than uh the old one? See, I don't know, because I still listen to the old I one. I still listen to the old one a lot too, because I like I the was just listening, I was listening to it last to night. It. Yeah, I was listening to it last night, man. I like it. Um I like Finn Balor's theme. Mm-hmm. I like the darker themes, man, like the, the rock theme, Jeff Me Hardy's too. theme. Yeah. I can't I wait like till no more... fans come back so Jeff Hardy can get no more words back. That's I've heard that was rumored. Yeah, that, his that wife said it. Things. So I think that's one like that's one hundred. Oh really? Yeah. He's like, well, yeah. When fans come back, I'm like, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's and when I, I'll register I'm... for the Thunderdome, and then Yin's got yeah. to catch me on there. <laughs> doing the Jeff Hardy as hard <laughs> as I can. Yeah, man. Like, and I'm digging Kevin Owens' theme too. I like that yeah. one. Just the whole. I don't know. It's just fun to listen to. There was, and the reason why I asked that because um, the whole uh, the CFOs, I think that's what their old uh, band was. WWE's old band. I guess, I guess they like left the company, and like WWE just 
got rid of like all their themes, which like well, what happened to Keith Lee. Um, yeah, there's like a lot of people that lost their good theme songs. Well, I know they had Jim Johnson. Jim uh, Johnson right was there. a badass. Yeah, I know that he wrote the uh, Randy Orton theme, the Undertaker theme, Degeneration X. He did Mankind. He did a whole. He did the, all the Undertakers. Yeah, I wish AEW or somebody would pick him up. TNA, I'm telling you, their their um theme songs are slept on. Yeah, well, AJ Styles, man, he had some good things in TNA. Yeah. I like Jeff Hardy. Well, Jeff Hardy's did him his own. So. Uh, he yeah, he sang his own yeah. themes. I thought WWE would have done the same thing, you know, have Hardy sing his own themes. But uh, like he had the uh, yeah, the they, modest they, song. they should they should that modest song was good. They should like promote right. Jeff Hardy's um music work like they do like Elias's. Well, like, you know, back to the Elias and Jeff Hardy thing. I thought they would have, you know, done that. They had an opportunity to do it. Yeah, they only know? did that one thing where Jeff Hardy was, like, playing the guitar and posed. And, like, he was like, pow, hit him with the guitar. Because for those who don't know, Jeff Hardy has his own band as well. Pro Rock, Pro Rock, Pro Rock's yeah, however, Pro Rock's however, Wygen, however right? the hell you say it. I, I didn't want to say it out loud because I don't know how to say it. But <laughs> Yeah, because I, I, um, I'm, like, I'm fascinated on stuff like that, like, on uh like hard words and like last names especially like with ufc russian names habib Nurmagomedov. Right. like i'm obsessed with like learning stuff like that so well i called him habib for the longest time i don't know yes. how you can say his habib name. habib yeah habib. yeah man like they, they had an opportunity to do the whole they could have done did like a battle of the bands with elias and jeff or, um, or even like a guitar solo, like they well, did the yeah, rap, they did the rap battles with Usos in the New Day. Like, why not well, do the guitar? Well, solos? you remember, you know, when John Cena had the whole rapper gimmick, they did Chris Jericho's Fozzie and John Cena's, you know, rapping and like a battle of the bands thing on Raw one time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they could have did that with Elias <laughs> and Jeff, but they, they they don't even acknowledge that Jeff's even a performer. No, they're just like, yeah, he's just a good wrestler, and he just likes to jump off of shit. Like not only is he a good performer, but he, you know, he's a good artist, yeah. too, a painter. You know, he does his own face paint. Yeah, they did. They they um acknowledged his artist, like his uh painting side in his documentary. I think that was like in like two thousand nine when he left. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like they have so many opportunities, they just don't take them. And I'll 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 say that like right around that's that's when I fell off of wrestling after Je- yeah. after Jeff Hardy left. Then, because I wasn't even like watching it heavy, like around that time. Like when he left, I watched. Um, I didn't watch. I watch. I bought his um DVD, and that was that was pretty much it. Well, you know, back when uh, back when I quit watching, is when they took Bray Wyatt off of TV for like a year. They had him. They paired him with Matt Hardy, you know, mm-hmm. in that tag team, and then they <clears throat> excuse me, they took him off of TV for a whole year. So I, I kind of fell off, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking. When, uh, yeah, when was that? Like two thousand seventeen, something like that. Yeah, two thousand eighteen, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So, and I thought, honestly, I thought he'd be released from his contract, being that he wasn't even on there. I'm thinking, okay, they don't know what to do with him creatively. So I was. But then I he came back with the whole Rusev go. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Bray Wyatt left at one point. Yeah. Um. See, the whole Rusev thing, it didn't surprise me. I heard that. Uh, you know, before he left, that he had a whole contract uh, dispute with WWE. So, oh damn, him I didn't know about him, that. Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing about it. Um, now he's Miro in AEW. Yeah, which I like the whole Rusev Day gimmick, but you know, 
I just, I just, I just want Miro to progress on AEW TV because, like, right. all they really mention is him being the best man, and they're like into video games. Obviously, we yeah, know I, he's I a good wrestler, that. but I, I want didn't more. understand that whole gimmick how they brought him in. You know, the best man. I thought that was kind of stupid. And the thing is, like, when's the wedding? <laughs> they, yeah, when is it? <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they postponed it. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, maybe, well, maybe we'll get progress on it since full gear is gone. Yeah, man, we'll have to see. Uh, a lot to talk about, you know. Yeah, we're this. This definitely isn't going to be the last time you hear me on here. Because uh, I hope to see you soon, man. This, I, I love having you on. This is fun. Yeah, because all like this. I think yeah, it says sixty-three minutes. It don't even feel like it. It felt like fifteen. Right, we we've been on here for yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's been an hour, like two hours at least. But, yeah. But yeah, man, thanks for being on. I appreciate this. Oh, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. And we'll yeah. just let me know when, when I get some free time, you get some free time. We can definitely do this again. Hell yeah, man. Before you go, though, uh, what's your Instagram account uh, my per- for, uh, my pers- for wrestling? My personal one is the underscore in front of 42. I really don't post that much on there. But follow me on my Instagram where I post about wrestling and MMA. It's called Scraps and Graps. C-R-A-P-P-S-N-G-R-A-P-P-S. All right, you heard him, everyone. Scraps and Graps on Instagram. Give this man a follow. Colton Archie, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Gump. Thank you for having me, bro. All right.